Good afternoon, and welcome to another exciting episode of Dragonfly Ripple. We're back, and uh, we are bringing up the next generation of nerd. I am one of your hosts, Michael May, and with me is the other one, Carlin Trammell. Hey, Carlin. Hey, uh, are, is, are our kids grown now? <laughs> Almost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, David started high school this year. Oh, man. They <laughs> well, grow up so fast. I know. What grade is Annalisa now? Uh, she's in seventh. Okay, all right. She's almost there. Halfway done with middle school. Yep. And uh, it has been a few months since we had an episode, and we're sorry about that. Um, you can get a little taste of some of the things we're doing on some of our other shows. For instance, uh, we just did the Nerd Lunch Rogue One drill down, and Carlin talked about some of Annalise's reactions to that movie. Um and David appears with me on a couple of other podcasts, Mystery Movie Night and Grey Stoked, and we're always talking about movies we watch together. So it's not that we're not nerding those kids anymore. It's just uh, become harder to, I guess, find time and, and work in our schedules for uh, for getting together and talk about it. Um, yeah, that's part of it. I think yeah, the schedules. I mean, honestly, uh, I don't know what, what it is on your end, but I'm going to blame I'm going to blame middle school on my end. <laughs> okay, uh, just because it seems like it, that uh, what I was not prepared for was when middle school started a year and a half ago. All the extra things that there would be, um, and so you know, then then. There's, you know, practices and there's extra homework and there's projects and there's, you know, hang want to hang out with friends. And so all that stuff kind of winds up filling up the time. And so there's sometimes it's a hard time getting together for uh, dedicated time with just her and me or or whatever we're, you know, whatever we're trying to watch or get through. Right. And then compound that trying to get together with, uh, you know, you and your schedule and. And me and and my schedule on my end and match those up. So right. it, it has been uh, you know, a bit of a challenge. And so I think we should definitely worth addressing that we've <laughs> really done like two episodes, two real episodes in the last year. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it's true. So we uh you know we we both love doing the show and and love having our kids on the show and uh, want to keep doing the show. But uh, uh, hopefully this year will be a little bit better as far as uh, how much output we actually do. Uh, but it is a challenge, um, and so we want to talk about that a little bit, um, just because I think this is not just a challenge unique to us, um, especially as you know, like we're talking about, kids get older and responsibilities increase. David, you know, he just started high school, so his homework load is like exponentially larger than it was in middle school, and uh, um, so it's kind of uh, hard to find time not just to record, but just to actually share things with them. And so, do you guys like? How do you do that between um, feeding your own interests and working around your family's busy schedule? How do you how do you schedule time to introduce Annalise and Dash to new things? Um, well, I mean, it has become um, there has there does seem to be less time, but we do we do have a bit of a um, because of the age gap between the two kids. We we have a window of time where he goes to bed before before Annalise does, and so we've got about an hour hour and a half or so where. Um, we got some just still dedicated time with just her, and we've made that. Um, I would say about half the week. Uh, that's a that's a time that me and my wife and her will spend watching television shows. So we'll work through a series together, or on Friday nights we'll have a little bit more time, and we'll try and watch maybe a movie or something. So that there is that, but um, that isn't a ton of time. You know, over the course of a week, that's maybe three or four hours, give yeah. or take. So. Okay. 
Yeah, that's 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 what winds up being about it. Sometimes we'll have some time on weekends, but that's kind of a dice roll. Yeah, we kind of have um, stumbled into this thing. Like uh, we we eat dinner in front of the TV, which is like <laughs> that would be horrifying to. Uh, well, my parents know that we do it because they've come over and done it with us a few times. But when we were growing up, like that was a no no. Like you know, dinner time is family time, and and it's around the dinner table, and it was it was very kind of a sacred time. Um, and it's family time for us too, but we just happen to like try to kill two birds with one stone. So we're, we're eating, but we're also enjoying a a show or something together. So that's one way that we kind of try to keep up with, uh, you know, (laughs) nerding those kids or nerd. Yeah. Well, because there's so much stuff too, you know, there's every, every, every day there's a new series being announced that I'm interested in. And I think, Oh, I want to watch that. And I think maybe the kids would want to watch that. And I've already banked so much that like how, how we're just, we're not going to get to it all. Yeah. 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 So I had to uh, come to terms at one point, uh, not too long ago that uh, I am just not going to watch everything that I want to watch in my life. Like I I just, (laughs) I will die before everything is watched. I I have had this. um, I thought about it when I turned 40 and I've had this idea um, and I I haven't done it, but I thought at some point in my life, I may draw a line and I say it's either from this point on only stuff that's, that was created before this date that I'm watching uh-huh. or stuff after this date. And I, and I no longer go back or I no longer go forward. <laughs> oh, good luck with that. I've, I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've been unsuccessful. It, it's just too much fun. New stuff. I would, I would not want to be able to, um, I don't know. I wouldn't be able to say, Oh, I, no I have stuff. Clearly I have, I thought about it, but I haven't done it yet. Yeah. <laughs> and there's just so much old stuff, like from my childhood, like just like stuff that I missed. Um, like on my, uh, this is getting a little off topic, but like on my docket for this week is I want to finally see One Million Years BC starring Raquel Welch. It's like <laughs> as such like an iconic poster, and I've seen stills from it. I've never seen that movie, and uh, it's the 50th anniversary of it this year. So um, I uh, I'm gonna watch that, and and like <laughs> so full disclosure, I'm turning 50 this year, and uh, so there's a lot of like 50th anniversary kind of stuff that I want to kind of celebrate and like see. So you know I can't discard the old stuff i, I can't say i'm not doing that anymore right. i can't say i'm not going to watch any new stuff anymore this is too much awesome stuff but uh, no I, I don't think i ever will successfully do that but that's the only way i think <laughs> I could. Right? it's the only way i could ever say like okay i gotta just try to draw a line in the sand and yeah this is it. it's the only way i can ever get to everything but it's only half of everything <laughs> right right so yeah i definitely want to keep updated on uh, how that goes if you decide to try <laughs> to do that um so since time is precious, I also want us to talk about how we kind of curate what we introduce our kids to. Um, and uh, so, you know, there, and there's a couple of different ways to approach this. One is just from a time standpoint, uh, and then other is from a quality standpoint. But to kind of from the time standpoint, is there anything that you would love to introduce your kids to, but just the amount of time it would take or require is just so daunting that you just, you, you, you can't imagine, like, how you would ever get through it? Um, yeah, I think there's an aspect of me that would love to do uh classic who classic Doctor who right. with, uh, Annalise because we've watched all the, or not, we were a little behind, but, uh, watched the majority of the new doctor who, mm-hmm. but, um, I mean, that's something I even looked at doing, I don't know, 15, 15 years ago. And it's, it's just such a overwhelming project Yeah, it is. To, to do. 
Um, but I, I think even at this point, in this point in my life, any television series that that has 22 episode seasons and it was on for seven years or more. Uh-huh. I just think that's way too much. <laughs> that's way too much. I, I even thought like recently I was like, Oh, you know, the, the, the kids are really into the flash and, and, um, Supergirl, the, the current CW series. Right. And I thought, Oh, I wonder if, uh, you know, maybe they would like Smallville. We could watch that. Oh, wait, that's, that's t- like 200, <laughs> that's 220 or something episodes. Like I, I don't have that in me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, the X Files is mine. It's like I would love like David's seen <laughs> a couple of example, episodes yeah. and um, he's he's watched one of the movies I forced him to for Mystery Movie Night, um, but he hasn't. You know, there's all this stuff, and I think a lot of it would you know be really cool for him. We'd have to skip a couple episodes because there's some scary stuff in there. There's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, the one with Deep Roy. Uh, skip that one. Which one? I forget which one that is. It's like he uh, – I don't remember. He's like the I – I don't – honestly, I can't remember all the details. I just remember the one that he's in is the one that I would skip. <laughs> OK. I know uh, Fluke Man episode is definitely one. David has this thing about leeches and uh, so seeing a human leech dude would just not be cool for him. Uh, but regardless, like I think that's just going to be something he's going to have to like you know discover and explore in his own as much fun as that would be. Like I would love to – walk through that with him but just you know 10 episodes or 10 seasons rather is uh you know like smallville it's just like there's no way i don't yeah it's, it's that's a lot yeah plug his plug thing you've got a lone gunman and then you've got you know you get into millennium or not and uh, right. all, so it's like it doesn't yeah. stop <laughs> that's true i didn't even think about those um so there are also other reasons that we might choose not to introduce something to our kids um for example i know several nerd parents who have no intention of ever introducing their kids to the star wars prequels um, and they figured the youngins can just kind of discover that on their own time if they want. In fact, you, you felt that way for a right too, didn't you? I did. I did feel that way for quite some time. I was even going one step further where for a while I'd only shown them Star Wars. Right. That's right. Um, and then uh, it was really episode seven, the fact that there was going to be one, that they were going to have a Star Wars in their generation. Yeah. That I, I sort of gave in and said, oh, well, uh, so, uh, you know, I'm not going to take that from them. We'll, I'll go ahead and go back and catch them up and get them up to speed and let them, let them go from there. Yeah. But, Is there any other kind of nerdy stuff though, that you're deliberately leaving out of their, their nerd training? Um, I, I think that we'll talk a little bit about, well, we've talked a little bit about that before, but like with, um, things like our differences on what, what we're willing to expose our kids to. And I think there are certain things that, Oh, sure. I'm, I'm not going to, I just don't think that we're going to watch certain things together because we're not uh, either they're not ready for it or that I don't think they will be, you know, while they're living here or or there's an aspect, too, of like I would rather them find it on their own. And um, so to the point, like, I'm not even going to I don't even really want to mention one of the the examples, because there is something in particular that I want Annalise to one day find on her own. Okay, And uh So I don't, I, don't to, I don't even want to mention what it is, but I just one day I hope that she just discovers it on her own. It's just this like gem that she piece, she pieces together who these people are and where they come from and what they have done. And and um, and that what I've done is maybe laid the groundwork for her to find it. But I but she'll just have to find it. <laughs> is it Jim and the Holograms? It is not. She's, <laughs> she's watched Jim <laughs> and the Holograms. <laughs> All right. All right. You can tell me later. <laughs> Um, so yeah, like for me, I was thinking of some stuff that 
you know, was ubiquitous in my childhood, but I just don't feel like the quality stands up to watching again. Um, and, and stuff like Gilligan's Island and Brady Bunch, you know, so, which I feel like is such like a, a air quotes important thing from my childhood just because it was on all the time. And I felt like it, it, it's like a cultural touchstone for people from my generation. But there's just, you know, I, when I think about introducing that to David, I can't imagine his like actually liking it. Um, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe he think, would think it was funny, but, um, and some other things like that are like the Hanna-Barbera comedy cartoons, like, um, the Jetsons and Yogi Bear and just stuff that was always on when I was a kid, but just, you know, uh, I don't know. I just, I, I, I don't think it necessarily holds up to like, this is something you need to see, you know, in your lifetime. Right. Right. It's not, it's not enough. Like I, we've watched, um, some Scooby-Doo or some of that Hanna-Barbera stuff. And I don't necessarily, um, you know, mind that they've seen it, but, but like I, sometimes I get to a point where I'm thinking, Oh, you know what I haven't done? I, we haven't watched, old Looney Tunes together. Like they've seen all these other cartoons, but they really haven't seen a whole lot yeah. of Looney Tunes. And yeah. I, that's where I'm like, okay, I got, I don't have much time left. I got to get, <laughs> I get the ball rolling on Looney Tunes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, Looney Tunes is something that we've done. And, uh, that was a big hit. Uh, and he, we like a lot of the Hanna-Barbera kind of adventure kind of stuff. Like we, we like Scooby-Doo. I think the first, especially the first two seasons hold up. I think after that, they kind of start to repeat themselves quite a bit, but, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, there's there's some good stuff in there. Um, there's some other things that I, I'm probably not going to show them. That things that I, I really loved for a while, but ended up they, they ended really poorly, and so I don't want to kind of relive that disappointment uh, or have David experience it with me. And so I'm thinking of stuff like Lost, um, which <laughs> wow. I mean I think that would be like an awesome like he would really love most of that show, and he might like the, the finale more than I did, but um, just because of my feelings about like the last five minutes of that of that series um i can't imagine like you know showing him that um uh xena is another one like i love xena for many many seasons but like the last season or two um was disappointing to me the battlestar galactic remake is another one. Oh, the battlestar galactic remake is definitely on my list of not showing yeah <laughs> <laughs> because that that was so disappointing to me i I loved the the miniseries in the first episode, and then like it seemed like every episode was just slightly worse than the one before it, to the point that like at the end it was horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I yeah, those are good examples. Um, um, well, you know, the other thing too is there's certain things like, um, and I've talked about this with Annalise is Arrested Development, <clears throat> which I think in some ways is a very much a spiritual successor to what I showed her for this episode. Okay. But um, there's a lot in Arrested Development that I think is very dated that if you didn't live in the time frame that, that show was on, uh-huh. uh, I don't I don't know how much of it tr- will translate. So I don't know how much, if Annalise watches that in, say, you know, five, ten years, some of that stuff I don't think is going to be quite as funny because it's it does wrap itself in current events. Interesting. Some yeah. of it, some of it still would work, but there's a lot that I don't know if it will. That's a good point. I, I didn't think of that as a category, so I don't like nothing's springing to my mind as like something that um, I would hold back from David, you know, because it was just I, I didn't think he would get it. But I'm sure there are things. I just uh, I would need to think more about that. But that, that's a really good one. Um. What else? I, I know there's some sequels that I just I don't care if he sees anything about, like really any diehard movie after the second one. I don't, like, you know, 
he can oh, he can discover that. Not movie. even the third one. The third I, one. I mean, it's a good movie, but it's not really a diehard movie to me. <laughs> um, and uh, like Rambo three, like I, I, First Blood. We watched First Blood together, and uh, um, and we'll watch probably Rambo the the second one just because you can kind of get a taste for like how over the top the character becomes. But then Rambo three is just like too over the top. I just like, I can't enjoy that movie. Um. Yeah, so uh, people listening, I'd be curious to hear like what other people uh, think about this topic. Uh, what if there's anything that they feel like they uh, they're going to curate from their kids is for for whatever reason, whether it's quality or time yeah. or or whatever. Uh, tweet at us um, at Dragonfly Ripple, uh, or or go to our Facebook page and right. <clears throat> I'll I'll reveal I'll reveal what what I'm hoping that aliens will discover. Oh, nice on Facebook or Twitter. Oh, fantastic. Or both. I'll put it on both. All right, cool. And everyone will be like, "That? That's what you? That's what you made a big deal about?" Well, in a minute, we'll uh, we'll bring the kids on. Um, but first, let's reveal what it was that we shared with them and talk about a little bit, like why we decided to to share that with them. Uh, so, Carlin, why don't you go first? What uh, what did you share with Annalise? Well, I shared with uh, Annalise the uh, entire series known as Police Squad. Nice. All six episodes. <laughs> <laughs> not something that was hugely time daunting there. No, no, not like X Files or Smallville. I yeah. felt like this was something I could tackle. Right. So, what uh, what brought Bond Police Squad as something you wanted her to see? Well, we, um, I've, I've, I, I enjoyed Police Squad. I enjoyed Naked Gun and Airplane and that kind of humor. And I figured she she's got enough of a similar sense of humor to me that I. I, and I think she's kind of at that age where I, uh, she'd start getting the jokes much better than she would have, say, a couple years ago even. And uh, so I hadn't even really put too, too much thought in it. But there was a recent episode of Nerd Lunch where the uh, show Sledgehammer from, I guess, the late 80s had come up. Right. And uh, I, hadn't, I had never heard of Sledgehammer or I had heard of it, but I hadn't really uh, ever followed it. And uh, so Jeej on the show is is explaining Sledgehammer, and the more he talks, the more I have to see Sledgehammer. So I go over to Amazon, and uh, I see that the entire series is like fifteen bucks or something like that. And then it's got a suggestion it's like, "Oh, you you might also like um, Police Squad," and I'm like, "You're right. I <laughs> would also like Police Squad." And that's where it clicked. I was like, "Oh, and we need to do a Dragonfly Ripple, and this would be perfect." And uh, that's that's what happened. So I bought both Sledgehammer and Police Squad, and um, we watched Police Squad the, over the last couple weeks. Nice. So yeah, we need to dedicate this episode to Jeej because he's also. Uh, we're really directly responsible for what <laughs> <That's> I picked. <right. laughs> uh, so you you announced that you know you said you wanted to do an episode, and I'm like, all right, fantastic. And uh, before I could even decide what I wanted to share with David, G said something about uh, assuming that Billy Zane was going to be somehow <laughs> involved. And uh, I am also a big Billy Zane fan, and uh, especially because of the movie The Phantom. And uh, just realized that I had not shown that to David yet. Uh, so we watched uh, The Phantom, and then. Um, to kind of prepare for that, I thought, you know, this did not work out well with Flash Gordon, but I thought, you know, there's this old Phantom serial from the 40s, uh-huh. yep. and um, I've got it. I've never seen it, and so I asked David, I said, look, we have about a week to do this. Um, if we watch three episodes a night, 
uh, of the serial. We could get it all in. Let's do this. Let's watch three episodes tonight. This is like about a week ago. Um, if you like it, if you choose to continue, then we'll we'll keep watching it. And, and every night you can kind of choose to opt out of the rest of it, or we can keep going. Um, so uh, so we started that. I'll let him reveal kind of you know what, whether we ended up watching it or not, or um, you know and what he thought of it. But uh, but so that's what we did. We, we kind of. Uh, at least sampled some of the Phantom serial and uh, and then watched the Billy Zane movie from 1990, whatever that was. Six, seven? Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Something. <laughs> uh, so both start with P. Perfect. It does. Wow, nice. All right, let's bring on those kids. Police Squad in color. Starring Leslie Nielsen. Also starring Alan North. And Rex Hamilton as Abraham Lincoln. Tonight's special guest star, Lorne Green. episode the broken promise all right we are back and we have some kids with us hey annalise hi and hello How's it going good good i haven't talked to you in a long time yeah it's been a while it's been i don't know i guess last time when we you, talked we were here when you were at our house yeah we were been sitting at your table <laughs> and uh david's here too hello and uh we are gonna talk some police squad to start off with here um yes. Yeah. So, Annalise, let's um, start with, can you just kind of maybe briefly tell us what the show was about? Um, So, it's about this guy, and he's um, a policeman, kind of like detective thing. And it's it's about him, like, solving crimes and stuff, but it's a comedy, and it is hilarious. (laughs) But you have to really pay attention, like, to get the joke. Why do you have to pay attention to get the joke? Um... Because it'll, like, either be, you have to, like, be watching, like, really watching it to see things in the background or to be listening what they've been talking about, and then they make jokes about it, and you just, you really have to pay attention to everything, and if you, like, look away for a second, you'll miss the joke, and <laughs> it won't be funny. Okay, but you really liked it. You thought it was really funny. Yes, it was very funny. So, could you maybe, how, how would you describe the kind of comedy that, that um, it is? Well, it was, there was a lot of, like, sight gags i guess like okay. like they'll say something and then they'll do it but they'll take it very literally like there was an episode where they're like all right well we'll cover the exits and then they had black cloth and they were covering the exit signs <laughs> um and there's a lot of just like it's just it's kind of it's kind of stupid humor but like 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 the guy he can't drive he just drives into trash cans and mailboxes but but no one says anything, and somehow he still has his driver's license. <laughs> is that the the main the main character? Is yes, he can't, drive? he can't drive. And his name is it Frank? Uh, yes, uh, I think so. Like Frank Drebin, is that right? Frank, yeah, Frank Drebin. Okay, and he's played. He was, uh, he was like Sergeant Frank Drebin, Lieutenant Detective Police Squad, and then they they would call him. They would consistently call him Sergeant, Captain, or Lieutenant at any given time. So <laughs> you, never, you never knew what his rank was. Awesome. Uh, so what you, you mentioned the, the joke about covering the exits. Any other uh, 
uh, like really favorite jokes that you have from the show? Well, at the very end, they always had like um, all of the actors would freeze except for one person, and <laughs> it was it was great. Like there was one where they um, hit the captain had the coffee and he was like hey coffee and he was like yeah and then like he would he was about to part and then he got interrupted and right as they froze he was pouring the coffee and the mug just overflowed and it was great <laughs> and so did you understand like what that was kind of referencing like why they all freezed at the end froze at the end no um, you, you want to explain it? Carlin, oh, you didn't or? even understand? Oh, look at that because you were it laughing. Was, I thought you got it. It was funny. Colin, you want to explain it? Well, in uh, old, on old police shows or old uh, dramas like that, at the at the end, they would uh, usually there would be some sort of like joke at the end. They'd all laugh, and then it would be a freeze frame, and it would be a literal like it would freeze the film. So it wasn't like the actors were freezing. So they were they were parodying that. But instead of this, the actors had to be as still as possible. Yeah. In the first one, they were having trouble freezing. Like, either their noses were itching or something. They were, like, <laughs> making faces. And they were like, do we still have to do this? And then, like, the second one, like, uh, I, there was one with, like, a monkey. <laughs> and and everyone froze. And then, like, the monkey got out of the chair and was throwing papers around. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, man. We have to watch this, David. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't sound too excited, David. I might be. <laughs> I'm sitting here chuckling, just imagining it. Um, so, any any jokes that really didn't work for you as well? Annalise? Well, there was one about boxing, and they made jokes about that, which didn't make any sense. And apparently, there were jokes about an actor or someone that I'd never heard of, and so that, yeah. So the boxing <laughs> jokes, was it just because you don't follow boxing or you don't know too much about it is that why that nope. didn't land or okay were they rocky jokes i don't know uh, i don't think so not really do you remember carlin what was the one with the actor that uh there were a couple um more dated ones so one one uh one of the running gags was there was an informant that drebin would go talk to and you have to pay money and you get information about what was going on word on the street and so Drebin would then leave and this guy was a shoe shiner so Drebin would leave and then somebody else would come up of a different of a differing like a uh, surgeon like you should know yeah, what to do you like a surgeon has has like, left his sur- has left the, <laughs> the uh, surgery room and is getting information from this informant and so one of them was um Dick Clark. Dick Clark shows up. And he's okay. asking about a new style of music. <laughs> oh yeah, that one didn't make any sense. <laughs> right. So, so Alice has no idea who Dick Clark is, and then at the end, he asks for some of that. Uh, you know, hey, do you have any more of that that um, youth cream for me? It's like that doesn't. You know, it's just it's just such a dated reference, right? Uh, right. For anyone who doesn't know who Dick Clark is, and there was somebody else who was like, um, I don't know if it was like Dear Abby or somebody like Ann Landers or somebody like that who. Uh, showed up and asked for help on her column. Gotcha. Any jokes that you just didn't think were funny? Just, I mean, you got them, but you just didn't. Well, the first in the first episode, he he pulls out like a, a, a cigarette and he's like, "Cigarette," and she's like, "Yes, I know." And it was kind of funny. But they used it. <laughs> they used it in like every episode, and uh, okay. it just wasn't funny anymore. <laughs> okay. Um, that, that, that reminded me of another question. I know what I was going to ask. Okay, so they kind of did this. Uh, this kind of a joke where that she says cigarette and she says yes I know and that's kind of a like a recurring gag and and the the uh, the freeze frame at the end is a recurring gag and the the shoe shine guy is a recurring gag. Um, 
and uh, do, do you, did you like that idea for the most part? Like, did you like seeing the shoeshine guy come back every time? Or um, yeah, my favorite was definitely like the freeze frame at the end because there was always something different. Sure, and it was funny every time. Sort of like Why the Simpsons it? couch, kind of. Sorry. Yeah, yes. No, that's right though, David. Yeah, it's uh, you always know that there's going to be some kind of variation on it. And then at the beginning, there's like a like a special guest star, and they always die. Like, and, and there's like, oh, special guest star, and like in the clip, they die, so they're not in the episode. <laughs> and and, were, and those, were those actually people like celebrities? Like, did you know who those people were, or did it matter? She knew who at least one of them was. Who? <laughs> who are William we talking Sh- about? William Shatner? Mm. <laughs> who, who's that? <laughs> who's that? I've never heard of that guy before. And then there's also, like, in the credits, like, every time Abraham Lincoln is supposed to be in the show, but he's not in the show. Like, where's Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> he was also in an episode of Star Trek. That's right. <laughs> um, you know, they should have had Adam West on that show a couple of times. Yeah, did they have he, Adam West on that show? Yeah. Was he dressed he, like Batman? Alas, alas, Adam West never showed up in the first six episodes of that show. Oh, okay. Um. So you do you enjoyed that at least like you, you said you enjoyed the uh, the freeze frame at the end so you would like look forward to that. Yeah. Um, any anything else that you other recurring gags that you're like oh I can't wait to see what they're going to do with this this time. Um, I don't think so. you you would laugh pretty heartily at the uh, whenever he would say the title like the narrator would say the title. Oh yeah, they'd have the title on the screen, and then he would say something completely different. Like on the screen, it'd be like the butler did it, and then. Like the guy would say, "A bird in the hand," and it would be completely different. And when you go to pick the episodes, it had the title and then in parentheses what the guy says. That was funny. So you saw on Netflix. It's on a DVD. DVD, okay. Um, so the, this kind of humor, Annalise, does this remind you of any other kind of movies that you've seen? Not like the mm-hmm. setting or the plot, but just kind of the kind of jokes that they were telling. Have you ever seen anything like that before? I, I don't think. Mm, I don't. I don't think so. No, um, Carlin. Can you think of any other ones that maybe it's like that? Uh... Well, I think the closest I came up with is she, she's a big fan of Three Amigos, and there's a oh, uh, right. there's a bit of uh, similarity to Three Amigos where they, especially in the the way the main characters deliver lines in just such a genuine, authentic, playing it straight sort of way. <laughs> Um, in both both series, both the police squad and um, Three Amigos, <clears throat> and there's sight gags and the like, Phys- physical humor in both. Um, I, I think there's still differences between the two, but sure. that's probably the the closest that I think she's come to something like that. Because if even Three Amigos is it's played very straight, but it, there's a continuity to it where Police Squad um, is almost like this cartoony sort of approach at life. Where um, there's purposeful continuity errors and incongruencies and things that are just outlandish and don't make sense, and the physical humor is just way turned up. And so, I love that movie. Uh, so, so it, I don't think I think this is really probably the first of the of the this kind of thing that she's seen. Okay, cool. Did their little buttercups have the sweetest smile? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there is singing. There is an episode where uh, Leslie Nielsen does quite a bit of singing, so uh, it's worth looking forward to that. Nice. 
So there aren't that many episodes. You said there's only six. Um, Annalise, why do you think that is? Well, some of the running jokes weren't as funny at the end, and it would not have done well if it kept going. Okay. And um, we watched an interview where the, the guy said, you really had to watch it. Like, you really had to pay attention to get all of these jokes. And people just don't pay attention, like, really hard. Okay. They'll watch it, but they don't, like, super, like, super pay attention. And that's when they miss jokes, and it's not funny. Okay. So, yeah, all right. I could understand that. You watch a TV with the family, and you want to have a conversation while the TV's on or whatever, and uh, you can't really do it because just the jokes are so packed in there. Um, and it also makes sense, like, you know, maybe there is only a certain number of ways that you can do the freeze frame gag. Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. And <laughs> the last one, they like, someone like hits the wall and just doesn't even, like, not very hard, and the, just the entire building just falls apart. And they're all just standing there. <laughs> and the entire building just falls apart. <laughs> so okay. they're all still freezed, frozen, <laughs> and the set's like coming yeah. down around them. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, so would, do you think there should have been more? Like, would you have wanted to see more? Uh, maybe a couple, but it just, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been as funny. Like the first few episodes were way more funny than the last few episodes because I hadn't seen those jokes before. Okay, sure. All right. So it wasn't that like the jokes were at least objectively funnier at the beginning and they got dumber at the end. It's just, it was because it was such a recurring gag. Um, yeah. you just got used to it and you're like, okay, I've seen, I've seen all I need to see about this. But they had new jokes too, and those are funny. Okay. Um, so do you, do you know that there are movies based on the police guard I've characters? I've heard, and I want to see them. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so we've actually seen one of those, David, right? Yes. Yeah, we saw uh, Naked Gun is the, the first one. Which is Leslie Nielsen. Yes, uh, yeah, so it's still Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen's in the TV show too, David. I don't know if you picked that up. but um, so, uh, so you're interested in... And checking out the the Naked Gun movies, yes. Okay, and uh, and what about Leslie Nielsen? What uh, what do you think of him? Just he as was a... he was good at delivering his lines. He said everything so seriously, like it would have been like really funny. But he was like very serious, and he must practice like twenty hundred twenty hundred times so that it wasn't funny to him anymore. Because <laughs> right. it was really funny. Yeah, I don't know how he does that either. He's so good. Um, so would you like to see other comedies that he did, like outside of the police squad naked gun stuff? Yeah. Yeah. David, do you have any recommendations? Oh, I got a recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Wrongfully accused. I've been wrongfully oh, accused. Really? Yeah, <laughs> wrongfully accused. We love wrongfully accused. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> so good. Um, You've seen The Fugitive, right? Yeah. Have you guys watched The Fugitive? Yeah, she's um, she's seen the fugitive. Okay. Okay. Do you remember that one, Annalise? No, remind me what that is. That's the one with um, Harrison Ford, who plays Han Solo. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I remember. Yeah. So, wrongfully accused is a spoof of um, the fugitive, um, among other things. Uh, there's some other references in there too. Um, but oh, uh, it's so good. Yeah, but you don't even have to know all the references to no to think it's funny. You'll just you'll it's it's got that exact kind of humor with a lot of just stupid sight gags and visual puns and uh, 
Um, there's one scene which I won't even oh. start to reveal, but David and I have to pause <laughs> yes. it because we're laughing so hard every time. There were, you know, there were a couple of times, especially in the first episode or two, where we had to pause it and let the laughter die down yeah. and then we could move on. <laughs> yep, exactly. What was, I feel like that happened in the first one, but I couldn't remember. What, I can't remember what it was about. I don't know. We'll just have to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and then what's kind of funny about Leslie Nielsen is he also did some serious movies when he was younger. And like one I, I always think of is Forbidden Planet. Yeah. Is that I the one? You, that. Yeah. Yeah. I to say that one too. And um, so it was kind of a classic science fiction movie and he plays the captain of a spaceship. And you can't even tell it's him. It's so different. Yeah. It is. But would, did you, would you recommend that one, David? Did you like that? Um. If you know who Robbie the Robot is, then sure. What if you don't know who Robbie the Robot is? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that's necessary to enjoy the movie. But uh, would you be interested in something like that, Annalise? There are probably some other ones, too, that I'm not thinking of. But uh, Sure. Yeah. It's, just, it's interesting to see how he's grown or how he's changed um, as an actor. I try to think, uh, Carlin, any other... Like Leslie Nielsen movies that you're thinking of that that you'd really like to introduce her to? Well, I, I mean, I think I've mentioned uh, Airplane. She has not seen Airplane. Yeah. Oh, that is right. definitely oh, okay. Um, that, that's definitely on the list. I hear soon to to uh, track down Airplane and watch that because it used to be on uh, either Netflix or Amazon. It's currently not. But next time it hits one or the other, we're going to watch Airplane. Nice. You haven't seen that, have you, David? No. no. Yeah, we need to do that one too. That's a classic. Just like snakes on a plane? No. <laughs> Not just like that at all. <laughs> yeah, in the 70s, there were all these kind of disaster movies, so it was a very big genre. Sharknado, Sharknado 2. Yeah, there's been a little bit of a, a, a renaissance for disaster movies. Uh, but back in the 70s, it was all like earthquakes and tidal waves and ocean liners flipping upside down and buildings catching on fire. And um, they'd have like these... That- Huge. doesn't seem interesting at all. Well, yeah, and they have <laughs> these like, huge casts of like famous people. Um, so Airplane is a spoof of those kinds of movies. Um, there was an airplane crash? It's, uh, it's not there a was crash. A, wasn't Airport? Wasn't there a movie called Airport there that was. it's kind of a spoof of? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, The disaster is at Leslie Nielsen's ward. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's probably not a, not a bad theory. Um. I don't know any any other movies, Carlin or David, that you would recommend for Annalise or anyone who likes this kind of comedy. I, I mentioned a few minutes ago Arrested Development, and you know I, I think there's there's an aspect of it that is uh, sort of a spiritual successor this su- successor to this, and it's not it's not the same sort of slapsticky humor, but there is a level of you have to really be thinking, you have to be really paying attention. Um, there is a multi layer to Arrested Development that. Um, that police squad kind of has and you know it's like it's very kind of dumb on the surface but i think it's really really smart mm-hmm. and, and i think arrested development's got that as well um i mean i would say the two are still very different kinds of humor but there is just stuff in the background and stuff that you have to really be watching for um but like i said it's it's kind of dated so i i i'd be curious at some point to watch that with annalise and see if if it makes sense to her. Right. right. Monty Python. That one's pretty good slapstick humor. Yeah, yeah, I can I can see that. Uh, another one came to mind is like the Hot Shots movies and um 
those uh those kind of parodying top gun and action movies in particular but uh but they have some of that same kind of broad um you know kind of physical comedy as well, right so. and there's so many of those um and i haven't i to be honest i haven't watched them so i don't know if i can really genuinely uh look down on them but there's like all those like not another teen movie not right. another scary movie not another like and it just seemed like it was so there were so many of them that i can't imagine that they're all that good I, yeah i think you get some diminishing returns after a while um i think the, the closer you stay to like the 80s <laughs> probably the funnier they are or maybe that's just my age talking i don't know yeah well there's just like if you're not I don't know, for me there's like if you're not the zucker brothers doing it then i'm not <laughs> I'm not entirely sure that I'm super interested. But. Right, right. I thought of another one that's kind of police-related, but not really all slapstick stuff. What's that? Psych. Oh, that yeah, that's a really funny show. But it's not really like slapstick, right? Visual humor. Yeah, yeah. That was funny. Psych. Mm-hmm. We didn't finish, but we started okay. it. No, yeah. that was good. Okay, yeah, good. I'm glad you liked it. All right, so uh, let's take a break. We're going to have a new Jetpack Tiger, and when we come back, uh, we will talk to David about what we watched. See you later. It's time for another episode of Jetpack Tiger. And I'm here with Dashotrama. And what's going on? We haven't done Jetpack Tiger in so long. Oh, yeah. It's been a long time. You're actually a year older now. Oh, yeah. I'm eight. (laughs) Well, what are we going to talk about on this episode of Jetpack Tiger? Batman! Batman? What kind of Batman? We're talking about the... When an old show... An old show. Yeah, I, 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 I can't. I don't remember what the show was called. I think it's just called Batman. Oh yeah, it's just called Batman. I don't know like what type, <laughs> but it has Robin in it. It's like a really old show, and it, and like it has it. Uh, Who's who plays Batman? What's his name? Adam Smith. Nope, Adam. Adam West. Adam West. Okay. 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 You did it. You did it. Yeah. So Adam West plays Batman. Okay. Now, so what's the deal? Is um, who's in? So Batman's in it, and Robin's in it. Who else? Uh, Batgirl. No, not Batgirl. I'm well, we haven't gotten a Batgirl yet. Wait, what? What? Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Anyway, okay. Um, well, there's Joker. There's all the basic villains. Well, who are the basic villains? Uh, Penguin. There's Riddler. There's also Egghead for some reason. Okay, but who are the... Okay, yeah, we'll get to Egghead in just a minute. But there's also... So Joker, Penguin, Riddler. Yeah. Who, who else? Penguin. Wait, did I just say Penguin? Yeah, and... Um... Meow. Meow. Oh, yeah, Cat, Catwoman. Okay, so those are probably the four major villains. Yeah, they actually... Joker doesn't show up that much. He's been a, a, a fair amount. Yeah, but not as much as... What's, is there anything weird about the Joker? Uh, well, there's one weird thing. The Joker isn't as, um, crazy as actually the Riddler. The Riddler should actually be the Joker. Okay, so they're a little, they're kind of switched places? Next up! Uh, what, um, who is Alfred in it? Uh, yeah, Alfred's in it, um, Aunt Harriet. Aunt Harriet, so there's another character named Aunt Harriet. Yeah, it's like, uh, I've... 
Wait, is it actually an aunt? I forgot. It's uh, Dick Grayson's aunt. Oh, yeah. Dick Grayson's aunt. Uh, okay, so this Commissioner Gordon. Is he in it? Yeah, Commissioner Gordon and Chief O'Hara. Chief O'Hara. All right. Um, and then there's other villains in it. So who else have we seen? We've seen Egghead. We've seen um, a musical guy. I forgot his name. Um... We've seen... We seen Mr. Freeze? Yeah, we... Wait, what? Have we? I think so. I, I, I don't... Okay, maybe Mr. Freeze. I, I haven't thought... I don't remember, but maybe Dad has remembered. What's the deal with um, the show? It's how many episodes per story? Per story, there's... It's like two, like... It ends right in the part where... It usually ends right in um, either both of Batman and Robin or one Batman and... Bat, or just Batman or just Robin have just come like and they're like about to be killed and so that's what happens and like and then they just start the story what will happen and then blah 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 same bat time same bat channel and then we and then um we just go, and then you go to the next episode and like we're back and then it's like big reveal it's like a two, a bunch of two-parters. Okay, a bunch of two-parters. It's like a bunch of two-parters, so yeah. And you've also seen a, a movie with this Batman and Robin, right? Yeah, um, and the funny quote is, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. That's right, some days you can't. Do you uh, like this Batman? Yeah, I love it. Okay, so what? So is it is it different in tone from other Batmans you've seen, though? Oh, uh, yeah, Batman's actually way nicer. <laughs> He's way nicer, okay. Yeah, he's nicer than most Batmans. Do you perceive that this is funny at all, or is it? do you think it's pretty serious? I think it's, it might be, it's probably in the middle, I'd say. In the I'd middle, say. okay. So you take it pretty seriously. Um, well, there are some funny parts, but I, it's not like, oh, I'm laughing out loud, it's so humorous. Who's your favorite villain? Uh, I actually don't know. Catwoman? Possibly. I, I I have lots of favorites. Did you notice that the Joker has a mustache? Oh, uh, um, no. I, Elise has, my, my sister has pointed that out to me. Um, but she, uh, but like I for completely forgot. All right. So would you uh, recommend that people try and track down this Batman series and watch it? Uh, yeah, I recommend that people try to watch this Batman series, and it's a really good series. Everybody should watch it. Oh, it is so nice! So, of the cartoons that you've seen, does it seem more like, um, what, which cartoon does it seem more, most like? Uh, it seems like, a action, like, a. But, uh, okay, so the like Batman action? cartoons that you've seen, there's a bunch of different Batman cartoons, like yeah. you watched... Uh, the Batman. Batman. We've watched the Batman animated series. We've watched Batman Brave and the Bold. We've watched yeah. Batman cartoon movies. We've watched... Um, what is this most like? This is... Does this remind you of any of those cartoons? Uh, well, for one thing, they're all Batman in them, so... Okay. That, that's like... That's the main... But connection. is it kind of more like Batman Brave and the Bold than the others? Uh, well, yeah, because Batman wears blue in that, and... Um, and Batman Bird and the Bull, they wear blue. And that's right. And, and then most, and in the other two, they basically just wear black. 
Okay, so we still have more uh, episodes. We're only probably about halfway through the series, so we have more to watch. And you know that. Uh, I guess I just spoiled it, but Batgirl shows up. Is that exciting? Yeah. Spoiler alert! All right, well, so I guess that's it for Jetpack Jetpack Tiger. So what are you going to say? Goodbye! Okay, we're back with Dragonfly Ripple. David, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? long time no chat. We've been we, we haven't done this talk in a while, and even longer since we've done it on Skype. Uh, it is. You're exactly right. Um, I'm wondering, are you are you the original David, or am I now talking to your son who has taken up your purple tights <laughs> mantle? Um. Yeah. Uh, you might be. <laughs> talking to the guy who lives in the city and uh, where's the blue tights and the <laughs> bat ears. Okay, okay. Uh, well, so you, um, we, already, we already revealed this, so if somebody's listening, they already know, but just remind, remind listeners, you uh, and your dad watched The Phantom, and you watched both the 1996 Phantom with uh, Billy Zane, but you also watched uh, The Phantom serial from the 1940s, 1943, is that correct? Um, yes, that is correct. So what did you watch first, the the 96 one or the 43 one? Which one was older? The 1943 would be older. Okay. The, I, we watched the serial first. Okay, we watched the serial first. Okay. Yeah. Um, going into it, did you have any um, sense of, like, any? did you know about the Phantom? Had you heard about it? Had you read the comic strip or had you seen a picture of him anywhere? What did you know? Um. Okay, I guess I can say I've never heard of him before. Before, now. Okay. Before, before. So, uh, you so you and not uh, your paper doesn't have uh, comic strips with the Phantom, or if, even if it does, you don't ever see it. What is this paper you're talking? about? What paper? Yeah. Okay, the the newspaper. <laughs> exactly. Is it this magical uh, paper for the League of Superheroes or something that? Has old comic strips on it. Way back a long time ago, when we last recorded, there used to be things called newspapers. <laughs> <laughs> now, in the distant future, we have now, now in the future there are no newspapers. There are newspapers, and they and they. So the Phantom started off as a comic strip, along with the likes of, say, your Flash Gordon, which we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. We. Talked so finely of him before, but the Phantom did, did uh, have that 1943 serial. Um, was that about 12 chapters? That's in that. Um, I th- yeah, I think you're 15. Right, 15. Yeah. 15. Oh okay. man, where's me? I don't hear about it. So <laughs> give give uh, give the listeners then a rundown on the Phantom. Who who is he? In um, in particular, in the 1943 serial. All right. Well, the uh, Phantom is this masked hero that uh, lives under an opera house and terrorizes people that go to see operas. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. oh, I'm talking about the wrong Phantom. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. That fan, the Jungle Phantom. All right. Yeah. So the, uh, the Phantom is also a masked hero, 
but he is the man who never dies, except he's not. That's just an old superstition. Um, he's really a guy who goes around in purple tights and a mask and basically fights piracy and people that have lots of money but are also jerks and kill people <laughs> and want to take the jungle. And, yeah, basically he has... He's basically the leader of the natives of Africa and um, kind of their protector slash guardian. Um, but the big thing about the Phantom is that basically when one Phantom gets killed, uh, their descendant comes to Africa and takes their place as the next Phantom. So essentially everyone who killed a Phantom gets really mad because there's another Phantom. <laughs> and it, it's really funny to see them get mad because they thought they killed the Phantom. So that happens in uh, in the serial? The Phantom uh, gets killed? Yeah, the Phantom gets killed a lot in the serial. Except so, it doesn't. <laughs> mm. But what Carlin's asking, David, is there, in the very first episode, we do see an older Phantom yes. actually die. The Phantom did die in the first one. Okay. Actually, the old Phantom did die, which is the new Phantom's father. Gotcha. And uh, and so he has a family. He's he's uh, he's. I guess that's part of the the lineage. Is you must have children so that uh, somebody can stay in the family business. Mm-hmm. And you just can't die until that child is old enough to take over. Nope. It's in the it's in the Phantom bylaws. <laughs> you have to sign um, a contract saying this is how you're going to play the Phantom. <laughs> So the um, you uh, you talk about how he's the, like the hero of the jungle, and I know that you are on a uh, another podcast where you talk about another hero of the jungle. Um, what George? Uh, yes, George. also that's not that's close, just close. <laughs> a different hero of the jungle than that, even. Uh, you're more? on. Yes, great. You're on the Greystoke podcast, right? Um, sort of. Okay, he's a recurring guest on the recurring guest. Okay, to my dismay. (laughs) And you, so you've watched some of these old Tarzan movies. What's uh, is there a comparison between the Phantom and Tarzan? Um, yeah, there are a ton of comparisons between the Phantom and Tarzan. Uh, primarily, we have the white man that rules over all the Africans. Okay, Tarzan does not wear purple tights, though. There's that difference, right? Eh, some variations um, that I'm making up in my head right now. <laughs> the Phantom, the Hulk you, version of Tarzan. <laughs> there's purple tights, right? The um, there is is there not a Tarzan show coming out where he's got superpowers now? Is that is am I miss? Is that a Netflix? I think it's the Netflix show. He's got uh, okay. That's how I haven't seen it. I, I don't know if it's like anything like the King Kong one. Then. Yeah. There's a King Kong Netflix show that was pretty bad. So oh, it's it, terrible. It's made us a little skittish about the Netflix Tarzan show. Yeah. Uh, so Tarzan, well, I don't know. I don't, maybe I'm, I don't know enough about Tarzan to know. But my, my understanding is Tarzan uses uh, natural weapons of the jungle where the Phantom has a couple of uh, guns, right? Um, not like – in the movies, I guess he does. In the movie, he does have a couple of guns. In the TV show, he gets guns, 
but usually just uses his fists. Okay. Is there anything special about his fists? Does he uh, does he have anything on his fists? Well, we might have a ring or something. <laughs> is that a big deal in the uh, serial? The uh, the rings. Um, it kind of his ring sort of leaves this. It kind of has like I don't know if it's like ink on it or something. Is it? Did they ever say that? They didn't like, say it in the serial, but he it leaves a mark. It, but, yeah, but it, it it leaves like two marks. One on their fi- imprinted on their face, and then another one also imprinted on their face. Yeah, and what is it going to the difference between the two rings? There's, I think there's only one ring. When I was saying that, I mean like you punch him in the face, and then it hurts. And then okay. It also leaves the yeah, in the in the comic strip. He's got a ring on one hand that he would punch uh, and brand uh, his enemies with, and then he's got a ring on the other hand that is like the ring of good, and uh, somehow he marks his friends with, which I think is really odd. <laughs> Here, I'm going to punch you in the face and still leave the good mark. I don't of- think he punches his <laughs> friends in the face, but I honestly, I don't hold me to that. Really Can I try that? that? No. Oh, okay. No punching your friends in the face. Now listen, kids, don't punch your friends in the face. Just have Zoro ring. I mean, so, I mean, uh, all right. The Phantom is one of the. He's like one of the early uh, costumed superheroes. In fact, I think some, he's the earliest costume. Some, yeah, some argue he is the, the earliest. I uh, mean, he's not the earliest masked hero, but he's the earliest costume hero. Do you see anything in in the serial in particular, but even even maybe something that you might have seen in the in the newer movie, in the ninety six movie, that you can say, oh, that's where that's where that might have come from, like, where you can start to see like where other heroes got their ideas? Uh, yeah, I know where Adam West Batman came from now. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, and what and how so? Like, what makes you say Tights. that? Tights, okay. Tights on your head and stuff. I don't know. Is that weird? Like, I don't know. The costume, the Phantom's costume is kind of weird. Because <laughs> he has, like, this full body tight suit and then a mask on it. So. Yeah. yeah he's got a. He's got I mean, a it's not the most complicated outfit. <laughs> Does the uh, cereal. Have um the like the leopard print underwear kind of like the briefs kind of thing. I think that's where it came from. Okay, cereal, or at least I don't think they had that in the movie. So I think that's what it's from. So then, um, were you gonna say something, Michael? Well, they're striped. I think striped. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't really see. I think some, yeah. I think sometimes they're striped, and sometimes sometimes they might have they hint at a jungle print. But I think yeah. I think you're right; they're striped. The um, all right. So the 1996 movie. Um, so you'd seen the serial, yeah. And then then was it similar to the uh, the was it the new the 96 movie? Was it similar to the serial, or was it uh, different? Uh, uh, there are very substantial differences between the movies. I mean, the, between the serial and the movie. Um, biggest is that kind of... Like, the Phantom had a cave in the first... Um, but it wasn't like this... It was like a... More of a kind of secret chamber than a hideout. Like, big hideout. But in the movie, he had the Skull Cave. 
Yeah, Skull Cave's pretty no, cool. No smoking in the Skull Cave. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best light in the movie. And he had, did he have a big giant like stone chair throne of some kind? Is that right? Yeah. In the serial, he had it kind of above. Like they never really explained it, but I'm guessing he probably has like a trap door in his chair that he can go through. But in the movie, he had uh, an actual chair in his cave for no reason, really. They never really talked about it or anything. No, he has an entire library in his skull cave. <laughs> he's a library. Yeah, he's. A, and he talks to his ghost dad. That may or may not be a mirage. That's right. Um, was it uh, Patrick McGoon who, who played the... Yeah, I think that's right. That's right. Wow, it's crazy casting. The um, So what did you think of Billy Zane as the Phantom in the 96 movie? That's the, that's the movie. That's true. That's the, what did you... Yeah, that's the movie. What did you, okay. you think of uh, Billy Zane? Um, I prefer the serial version of the Phantom. Because in, in this one, he's been the Phantom for... A, lo- a while. So, yeah, I, I kind of prefer his origin story version where he's kind of new at this, but he's also pretty good at it at the same time. But in this version, he's been at it for a while and working on the job and kind of selling into things. I guess, really, if it weren't for a few plot points in the movie... You could really say that the movie is kind of a sequel to the serial, except for a few plot points. Okay. Um, what did you think of the costume uh, in the movie? Purple tights and a mask. Yeah. Pretty, pretty complex. I don't know if I can understand that. Well, I, I mean, it's, it had um, – it was more uh, tights. It wasn't – because at 96, I mean, this would have been about uh, seven years after the 89 Batman and the big rubber body armor approach to superheroes had become a thing. And this this wasn't that. This did harken back more to tights. And there was, like, the screen printing on it to give him the appearance of more yeah. muscles. But <laughs> It's like those little superhero suits for kill children with the big muscles coming out. A little, little bit like that, yeah. Well, except that they like they didn't have that, right? Like you're saying, Carla, that they had like little kind of patterns on it. I think to kind of break it up and make it not just like this plain purple thing. But like one thing I read yeah. was that like Billy Zane was really excited to play this role and and wanted to work out and like get his body into shape where he didn't need to have like fake muscles on a costume. Right, right. And so and it went that direction. So it was it was tights again, where the previous. You know, decade really, really, really since like Superman four, there hadn't been tights, right? It'd been body armor and the like. Yeah, like even like the Flash TV show from that exactly. time period had like little built-in muscles on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so overall, you you liked the serial better, but did, did you like the movie? I preferred the serial to the movie. But did you still like the movie, or or did you not like the movie at all? Then it was okay. It's not as good as the Marvel movies are today, but it's definitely one of the... I think I would say I liked it more than the Superman movies. Okay. Yeah, there was... uh, About that time, there was sort of this resurgence of like, oh, hey, let's bring back some of these 
these older characters. And they uh, went very way back. And then so like the Phantom is one, the Shadow is somewhere around that time. Mm-hmm. Dick Tracy had it was a little earlier, but there was a Dick Tracy movie and uh so the that's yeah, it's it's an interesting set of films that kind of all thematically linked. So did you like the character? Did you like the idea of the Phantom? Um well, you do have to understand that this is the very first costume superhero in existence that was ever created. I mean, yeah. Zoro had was kind of the masked hero, but right. he didn't have the full body costume or anything. Yeah, um, but I mean, this whole idea of the of the generational hero. I mean, this this that carries on. I mean, there's the Black Panther is a good example of that. Yeah, in Marvel, and and there's 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 plenty of other ones. But uh, did you like? Going now back to the source, did you like that? Do you like the Phantom as a character? I would say, yeah, I would say that I like the Phantom as a character. Um, it's very interesting uh, that he, like, you kill him, but you act, you actually kill him, but his descendant comes and puts on, inherits the suit, the tights and the mask, and goes out and continues fighting. Yeah, Piracy. He fights piracy, so don't be downloading those movies illegally, kids, because the <laughs> Phantom will come after you. <laughs> he takes down such enemies as the Napster. And, and then you get a mark on your face. <laughs> and I don't know. And you have anymore. to go to school with it, and it's just embarrassing. Yeah, it's... <laughs> so the uh, the Phantom, as I mentioned, he's, he's a comic strip character. Um, and so there's... There's been comics since whatever the, the 20s or whatever, and the, and uh, the Flash Gordon was a part of that King Syndicate um, run, and so any like a bunch of those characters got have been grouped together in varying comics as well. Um, so there's uh, plenty of collect. I think there's collections of the comic strips. There's Phantom Comics. I think DC did a run. Um, I think is it Dynamite that does doing a current run? Is yes. It, um, yeah. And so Dynamite also has is it the King Syndicate? Is that what it's called? Where yeah. they're all together? King, yeah, King features. Um, it, it's Phantom, Flash Gordon, Mandrake the Magician, um, Jungle Jim, Prince Valiant, maybe a couple of others that I'm not thinking of. And they're all in the, the same book that Dynamite's doing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so you have any interest in the character or or any of these like comics that that, uh, that he shows up in to see more about him? Um. I'd be interested in reading some of the comics for the Phantom. And then there's also been uh, some cartoons, a couple of cartoons that he's been in, and, and kind of going back to that uh, that team up with Flash, Gordon, and and Mandrake. There was a show in the '80s called Defenders of the Earth, and Flash Gordon, the Phantom, and Mandrake and his uh, Mandrake's servant Lothar, and then all of their kids wind up. Uh, plus, the, weren't there animals, Annalise? Were there not animals? There's a cat. There's at least a cat, a panther, and maybe a, a bird or something. There there was like all it's these, been so long, I can't remember. They all team up to take on Ming the Merciless. Um, defenders okay. of Defenders. Is there of the a dog? Or I, don't I don't remember. Because if Devil wasn't in it, I'm out. I think so, but I... Maybe? Don't hold me to it. 
Does that sound? I mean, if, if, so let's say he devils in it. Are you interested in Defenders of the Earth, the sixty-five episodes of that eighties <laughs> television show? Which I think you can get on Amazon for about five bucks. <laughs> the Better entire season, six. or is uh, it five bucks per episode? Like, no, I think one. <laughs> I, at one point, it was like it was super cheap to get all of them. But okay, ah, uh, I probably watch the first episode and make my decision from there. Okay. We need to watch yeah. Devil was amazing in, or the dog that played Devil was really good in the serial. Yeah, he's just like the, the smartest dog ever, but he's also vicious at the same time if you need to be. So, right? Am I alone? No, no, no. no I, yeah. Should, I, should I mute this? <laughs> no, no. You're 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 exactly right. And I and I don't know if there is a version of devil in 2040 but there is a, another phantom cartoon called phantom 2040 i've never seen it i would be curious to to track that down myself yeah um because i think that's interesting of like oh let's go now two or three generations ahead and see what um a future phantom is like and it was, was that phantom a girl or did it somewhere along the way phantom was there a phantom that's a girl um Michael? well there is right now in the comics um so when the last Phantom died, I don't think he had any kids. And it was during one of those big crossovers with uh, Mandrake the Magician and Lothar. And Lothar took over as the Phantom temporarily um, and then uh, found someone who was like, I don't know, somehow related to uh, the Walker family and related to the, the Phantoms. And that is a woman. And uh, so he's training her. So actually there's right now in the comics, there's two Phantoms. Um, there's Lothar, and then there's this young woman that he's training. Okay, which cool. is pretty cool. They're both pretty cool characters. That was one of the things I didn't really like about the movie is that they made Devil a wolf and they gave him a horse. Which I understand oh, is from the comic strip, but yeah, I'm just so used to the serial Phantom that yeah, it's really interesting that you know because we spent you know 15 episodes, we spent hours um, getting to know this this uh serialized phantom and in my head i was expecting like like, i love the movie i love the the billy zane movie and um to me that like the 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 serial was all prequel to that and i was just expecting like when david saw that like his mind was going to be blown because like better special effects better action better music devil's a wolf now he's got this awesome horse and and for david it was like the opposite it was like oh they've really changed this around a lot (laughs) (laughs) although the music was pretty nice phantom purist (laughs) (laughs) like i i i I think i undermined how much i like the movie it's a really really good movie and i really like it but yeah i just prefer the serial to the movie yeah it's interesting and at least you've seen uh the phantom but it's been a while I have, I don't remember that at all. Okay. <laughs> so. I, I remember the side of the Blu-ray disc, like, looking at movies and wondering what it's about and, like, recognizing the character from the show. But we I still don't remember the show, so. All right. So are you wanting to watch The Phantom again at some point? Sure. All right. Well, the Phantom. We're killing the Phantom. Any uh, Anything else, Michael or David, about The Phantom? The, uh, David, Billy Zane, how awesome is he? 
Um, <laughs> that's, 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 that's a leading there question. You there you go. <laughs> I don't really know who Billy Zane is. He's the Phantom. For, I know who he is, but I don't know who he is in anything else but the Phantom. Have you seen Titanic? Hmm. Nope. Okay. <laughs> I'm not at that point yet. I'm not that emotional part in my life. <laughs> Titanic. Fair enough. Your heart will go on. <laughs> All right. Michael, I will give you the reins to the <laughs> phantom horse and you can take it back over. All right. Um, so for our dinner table question before we close out the episode, uh, it is Valentine's Day. And, of course, the most important thing about Valentine's Day is candy. What? <laughs> Who cares about loving people and all that stuff? We just want to eat sugar. <laughs> so i got to give David credit for this because uh, he and I were both trying to figure out um, something Valentine's related. Uh, and, and David came up with his idea. You guys, what's more awesome. nerdy than candy and superheroes? <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to design our own candy based on some kind of nerdy character or movie or show. And so what I want everybody to do is tell me three things, not necessarily in this order, however you want to do it. Uh, but one, the name of the nerdy thing that your candy is based on. Two, what kind of candy it is. Like, what does it taste like? What is it made of? That kind of thing. And three, what are you going to name it? Um, and I can go first if, if you guys need time to think. Now, here's the thing. Should we include um, what is, what is like gummies as a possibility where you just do all the different kinds of gummies? Because that's well, kind of generic. But. Well, I did. I mean, sure, if you want to. I, I, I Kind of briefly toyed with. That I mean, idea. I wasn't going to do that. I was thinking like about a line of phantom gummies, actually, but uh, I chose to go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking that too. <laughs> um, but so sure, yeah. If you just want to do some kind of gummy candy, yeah, gummies are awesome. Why not? Um, so I'll tell you what mine was, and then you guys, I'll give you guys time to think if you haven't thought of yours already. Uh, but for mine, I'm going to call mine Star Trek Triple Truffles. Um, I was going to call them the trouble with truffles, but I don't think marketing would let me get away with that. I don't think they would think that would sell. Um, so these are truffles, like uh, chocolate truffles. Um, and they're basically uh, chocolate truffles, but the outer edge of the chocolate is kind of this hairy chocolate shavings uh, that are held on to the truffle by a, a, a middle layer of sticky fudge. So you got like the chocolate truffle in the middle and then the sticky layer of fudge and then chocolate shavings to kind of be like the hair of the little truffles, uh, mm. the trouble, tri- triple truffles. And then they're going to come in a bag with Cyrano Jones's picture on the front saying, the, <laughs> saying the only love that money can buy. And then there's also a picture of McCoy holding a piece of candy and saying to Spock, I like them better than I like you. <laughs> so that's mine. That's my uh, Star Trek triple truffles Valentine's candy. She's just called the trouble with truffles. Well, that's what I was thinking of, but... Uh, more troubles, more truffles. <laughs> oh, now that... More troubles, more trouble. I think mar- marketing would pass that one. <laughs> I think they would accept that. Uh, anybody else? Well, I haven't come up with a name for it yet, but uh, I thought, you know, what might be fun is to do something interactive. And so I thought, what about Voltron? 
Uh-huh. You get a you get a box of uh, it? I think five five candy five pieces of candy and there's, so there's one bigger piece and then there's four other pieces and they're all shaped uh, like the Voltron uh, as as he would be as a, in full robot form and then you can adhere the uh, the lion you know the arms and the legs to the to the body. In some way, maybe it sticks. It's uh, maybe there's some sort of peg or something. I, I don't know. And then you've got all, only just one piece of candy. And as you know, uh, eating one piece of candy is certainly healthier than eating five pieces of candy. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that these are like full size candy bars, and then you stick the <laughs> five of them together. <laughs> I, I was thinking it could come in like a. Uh, a uh, box like a like a chocolate box like a box you know like a heart these are a heart shaped box of chocolates instead of a heart shape it's like Voltron's head nice <laughs> um, so it's the you know the lion head and you open it up and then yeah there are the um, the different shaped pieces of of candy and I you know and I want it to be chocolate and I want the cream on the inside to be the color of the lion uh, arm that it would be or leg that it would be okay. <clears throat> So it might be like a raspberry cream for the for the red arm and something else for the other colors. So the, other, <clears throat> the colors would be affiliated or associated with the flavor as well. At the very at the very least, they would be that color. Maybe they would just still just be a vanilla cream or something. But they might they might have a fruit flavor. I don't know. I don't want I don't want lemon or I don't want some you know I don't want some of that stuff. So I might just make it a like a food coloring cream. Okay. And I haven't come up with uh, what the name of it would be. Um, so just, hey, kids, buy this candy. <laughs> <laughs> Parents would love that. Why? Buying <laughs> candy. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. They can workshop it on Facebook or Twitter. All right. <laughs> David, you got one? No, I didn't think about it until now. I'm, I'm still thinking. This is your idea. <laughs> I know, but I had to do homework. Oh, okay. It inside preview of my life. <laughs> right, Annalise, do you have anything? Um. Well, I had a couple ideas. All right. Because I, well, like we, um, they have candy hearts every year, and they're not very good. But we could always make them like in the shape of tartises, and then have like Doctor Who sayings on them, like Alan Z or Bowties are cool or something, just like. Doctor Who quotes nice. on them. Nice. Or, and I don't ooh, have a name. Or the candy hearts could be two hearts stuck together. Yes, it's two oh. hearts stuck together. And then you can get more like more words on it, like bow ties are cool. Nice. That's nice. a good idea, Dad. <laughs> yes. You're a genius. I was thinking about Doctor Who, too, and I thought about doing some jelly babies, but ones that actually taste <gasps> good. <That's> a- <laughs> <laughs> like, you could do, like, a... Jelly babies with for each doc, different doctors, so you can have like one. Oh, with the there you go. So cool. Yes. Or like the the cookie he has, like the eleven doctor has a cookie, and he's like talking to the Daleks, and like I'll press this button, and like the charges will explode, and it's just a cookie. And he's like, "Well, I was promised tea." When they figure out it's a cookie, it's funny. <laughs> I like it. And but I had another idea. It could be um, their lunch candy. And it's just like a box. It's like they have the heart boxes, but it could be in the shape of like the new lunch logo. And then just like red and yellow candies and their chocolate because I like chocolate. Nice. And will it make us a lot of money? Um, sure. 
if you want it to. In your imagination, you'll have unlimited money. Yep. I we have monopoly money. Yeah, could we buy Nerd Lunch candy boxes with monopoly money? That's a good idea. Maybe. <laughs> you should you should make one like you had the cereal box, now you need to make a candy one. I'll think it over. <laughs> All right. All right, David. Okay. I was going to do Star Wars because no one's done Star Wars, but I thought, well, maybe I should do Tarzan because Tarzan's cool. So I decided, because this is a very big Tarzan thing. I don't know if everyone knows this, but chocolate-covered nooses. (laughs) I don't get it. Tarzan likes to hang things a lot. Yeah. Yeah. In the books, Tarzan uses a rope to snare wild boar and lions and stuff. And so basically, it's like chocolate. Lions don't live in the jungle. Yes, they, they do. They do in, in Tarzan. <laughs> in Tarzan's oh, well, Tarzan. They don't really live in There's the There's like jungle. a million lions in Tarzan's <laughs> jungle. It doesn't make any sense. They live in the African savanna. So basically, it's kind of, it's marshmallow. It's not, it's like it's marshmallow and kind of I don't know, like some sort of gummy substance kind of swirled up into like a rope shape and covered in chocolate. Interesting. So gummy, marshmallow, and chocolate. Yep. Tarzan ropes. Tarzan ropes. Awesome. There could be like a knife and and a spear and a line. <laughs> a lion. Oh wait, no. I, I no, I'm change not mine. a lion. I'm gonna change mine. Chocolate covered lions. It's no. Yeah, it's marsh. <laughs> no. It's marshmallow and um, like cookie and gummy, all like co- shaped like a like a lion with its mane, and then covered in chocolate. Maybe that some parchment in there. No. Yeah. Yeah. Tarzan may not be, in fact, scientifically accurate. No. <laughs> All right. Well, good candy, guys. Yes. Kind of making my mouth water a little bit. Mm. Um. All right. I think that's our show. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Annalise. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, David. And next time in f- five months. No, no, we <laughs> can't wait. Get in a year. <laughs> <laughs> Just stretch it out longer and longer and longer. And uh, Carlin, thank you too. Thank you, Michael. Yeah. Thank you, guys. This was fun. Yeah. So uh, on behalf of all of us, thank you for listening. And uh, as usual, keep on nerding those kids. Uh, Oh, my gosh. Oops, sorry. David. I'm drinking. I'm drinking this orange juice. More editing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm drinking this orange juice right now. All right, David, you you have a mute button, man. I do. (laughs) Yeah, I never knew that.